1: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is, and I'm so glad that you stayed for part two of Janice Humble. They have a humble home in Bangladesh, in different parts of Haiti. They have so many ministries, but it all started with Agape Service Foundation, which was founded in 1971, and then she and her husband, Mike, 40 years ago, took over this foundation. So many ministries that are involved with the Agape Service Foundation in Russellville, Kentucky. So welcome again to the show, Janice.
2: Yes, thank you so much, Jennifer, for asking me. Oh. And, uh, I love to share about the Lord, what He, how wonderful
1: He is. He's so wonderful. The previous episode, I don't know who's listening, but if you've missed yesterday's episode, you need to go back and listen because on the break, Alan and I are in here wiping our eyes and crying. It was so beautiful. But we were, we were talking as the show ended about you and your husband are also you are chaplains to the fire, to the police. You, you. Um, you were there, at, you were talking about the death of your youngest son, Matthew, and how the Lord was there. He was mothering you. So let's just give him a quick recap about that. And I want to hear a little bit more about being chaplains to our first responders. What a ministry.
2: Yes, we love our, our police officers and firemen and first responders. Mike went in 2001, Jennifer, to Ground Zero and helped serve coffee. Mm. And he came home and he said, you know, We need chaplains in rural America. You know, you're in the big cities and there's chaplains. He said, but we need chaplains in rural America. So he started uh, the burden bearers is what they're called, burden bearers. Mm. And, uh, of course, our son was a police officer, uh, you know, for almost 13 years. And so we just, uh, we we go on calls for Mm. suicides. We go on calls for accidents. Um, helping people, maybe somebody's homeless, the police officers out there with them, and, of course, that ties them up, so they'll call a chaplain, and we'll find a place for uh, the homeless person to go, or we just try to help them in any way. We go to fires, and we take water and Gatorade, and sometimes I had a big fire here several months ago, and We got food for the firefighters because they fought for probably eight hours this fire. Mm -hmm. So we just provide for them. You know, we may have to go to the hospital and be there. Uh, Mike's had to go and give death notices uh, before to family members. So this is, you know, this is something we really enjoy doing. Is it an easy thing? No. Mm -mm. No, not when you've got to go and you've have to tell someone, you know, your son's been in a wreck or your daughter's been in a wreck, and I'm sorry, you know, that they didn't make it. But we're just there to love on our officers, and we started a Badge 503 fund in memory of our son, Matthew. And, uh, you know, we help the officers uh, throughout the year if if there's anything they might need. Uh, You know, we try to help them. So... We we just really enjoy the chaplaincy, and it's it's been a real special thing for us to do. So well, that's that's just another thing we have chaplains in the also in Todd County, which is a local close to us, and then one in Nelson County up around Lexington, Kentucky.
1: That is so wonderful. I, you know, the scripture that comes to my mind is "weep with those who weep," you know, and mourn with those mm-hmm. who mourn, and to really. To dive into those hard places, the those that are on the front lines, they need support, and then those families. Right. Uh, I guess did you have some compassion uh, after your your boy, two of your boys were at war in Iraq? Is that right? Yes. Uh huh. I was going
2: to say, you know, once you've been through things uh, like with us, when we might come up on a wreck or something, people say, "Well, you lost a son, didn't you?" And you know that kind of opens up the door for us to be able to minister to them, you know, in some way, having having gone through that. Mm. And uh, we had two sons uh, in the Navy and in the Marine Corps, and they were both sent to Iraq at the same time. I remember when they called, one was stationed at Camp Pendleton, California, and he was a doctor to the Marines, and our other son was in artillery with the Marines, and he was stationed at Fort Bragg. Hmm. Well, I mean, he was stationed at Camp Lejeune. But anyway, they left a week apart on two different ships. Oh, man.
1: wow, that's really hard to lose two boys at the same, <laughs> oh. same time.
2: I, I remember when they called, I remember Jennifer getting off the phone and saying, Lord, both of them at the same time? Mm. (laughs) the Lord is so gracious. He said, why not someone else is going to fight for you? So anyway, the Lord has such a a tender, sweet spirit to minister to us in so many ways like that.
1: Both of the boys came (laughs) home from Iraq. Is that correct? They did. Mm -hmm.
2: They did. They were both safe. And I'm so thankful for that.
1: So Janice, tell us, how do you encourage women, women that have a son or or daughter away at war or have lost a son or daughter? What, I mean, where do you even begin? How do you encourage them?
2: Well, as I said, I don't understand everything. I don't understand losing children. And like I said, when our sons were away at war, you know, we prayed, we prayed and of course, we had so many other people that were praying with us, and God brought them safely home. He even allowed them to see each other during the war. They crossed paths, and you know they were just so happy to see each other and to know that they were still alive. So we were uh, so that was exciting when they called home and said we got to see each other. So that, that was a blessing.
1: That's almost a miracle. You know, I, I mean, can, the chance that they got to see each other in Iraq, that's pretty unusual. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: exactly. But, you know, I, my son's favorite scripture that passed away was Philippians 413, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the scriptures are my lifeline, Jennifer. Yes. The Bible has sustained us through the years, and I want to encourage uh, whoever's listening out there, get the scriptures. Find the promises that God have, has for you. You know, He says in John sixteen thirty three that in this world you're going to have tribulations. He told us we would.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He said, "But be of good cheer. You know, I've overcome." And when He went to the cross, He over He was an overcomer, and therefore, if He is an overcomer, then we can overcome. And he also tells us in Romans 8 that we are more than conquerors through him. And I have to remind myself of those <clears throat> of those scriptures and literally hold on to them. I know our oldest son, who is the doctor, there for a while when he went to college, he started um, <clears throat> um, studying other religions and all, even though he'd been raised in the Lord. And... Um, you know, of course, we prayed and prayed, and and I would remind him of scriptures, and he said, well, Mama, just, just keep on. <laughs> mm,
1: so that's good.
2: He had to go through a pretty hard time when he went back to Iraq a second time. The only thing I would do, I knew the Lord would bring him back because it says train up a child in the way he should go. And that's... I knew that that was the word of God and that he would bring our son back. Sometimes, Jennifer, I might ask, well Lord how much longer is it going to be <laughs> You know even mm-hmm. though you know Something's going to happen It's going to be good Sometimes you think Hmm I wonder how much longer this is going to take But anyway God was good And he serves the Lord now as a, a doctor <clears throat> So we're so thankful for that well, You know you and, and I were talking That we both have had cancer also uh, It's been 10 years for me now and uh, I remember my husband was in Kosovo on a mission trip at the time, so I was at home by myself. It was just a routine exam, and they called and and told me, and I was surprised. But I, I remember after I got off the phone, Jennifer, I, I said, Lord, I want you glorified in this. Some way, somehow, this is, you know, you've allowed this to happen, but I want you glorified in it. So I I went in my living room and I took communion by myself and I just said, Lord, you know, I want you glorified and I took 33 radiation treatments. I chose not to to do the chemo, but I met some wonderful people going through, you know, going through those treatments and all and I was able to pray with people and uh, when they would do the treatments. The radiation. They say now, Miss Hummel, we've got to go out of the room. And uh, okay, you know God's right here with me, so I'm not going to be by myself going through
1: this. Oh, Never absolutely, ever Janice. I'm alone. so sorry, but we've run out of time today. But we'll pick it oh, up again on the next okay. episode. I love what you prayed. I want you glorified in this, even in this, in cancer. He has certainly been glorified through Matthew's life. There's so much more we want to talk about. I hope you'll stay with us for another episode because I want to talk about your your mother with dementia. Let's break down breast cancer a little bit farther. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. Thank you, Janice. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again, or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts, or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.
0: Maybe like me, you're a union guy who's watched your union promote issues that violate your faith. I couldn't live with myself when I knew that my dues were being used to advocate abortion. I contacted the National Right to Work Foundation. They told me the union can't force me to support its agenda. I pray for them, but I no longer compromise my beliefs. I give my union money to an agreed-upon charity instead. If you want to learn more about your rights, contact the National Right to Work Foundation at 1-800-336-3600 or access their website at nrtw.org